right, hello everybody, and welcome to a loud, impossible to hear episode of Dude Soup. Yeah. Um, I'm Lawrence, and I guess I should interrupt. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Okay. This is oh. Spool. Say hello, Spool. Hi, I'm Spool. We got Bruce on the end there. Hi, I'm Bruce. <laughs> we have Lucy from <laughs> Lucy from Gamespot. Hi. Welcome. And then James. Hi. And Adam. Hi. We are uh, collectively, with the exception of Lucy, members of Fun House, and uh, we thought we'd break tradition by having a bunch of guys sit on a couch and talk about video games for an hour. Haha. Uh, where are we, Lawrence? We are at E3. Heaven. In 2015. Oh. Yeah, it actually is kind of similar <laughs> to Heaven. Light. Yeah, yeah. It is Heaven for a lot of people this year because right. Sony decided to give everyone presents. Uh, oh, you mean like Shenmue? Yeah. yeah. That's not a present. They didn't give <laughs> us Shenmue. Three, not just they, any Shenmue. They didn't give us Shenmue. Also, you had to pay for it. Yeah, they yeah. asked us to pay for Shenmue. Right. But uh, real quick, since this is a podcast, and it is like any other podcast, so that means I've got some advertisements for you. Uh, the first one is not quite an advertisement. Basically, it's an advertisement for an advertisement, so get ready. Uh, I'm ready. <laughs> basically, uh, we would like to better serve you by uh, serving you the ads that matter to you. And one way do we do that is by having you fill out a survey for us so we can serve you ads so we can get rich. So thank you for that. Really appreciate that. So, so honest. Yeah, right? Uh, so if you wouldn't mind, uh, if you enjoy this podcast and would like to keep hearing it for free, uh, go to podsurvey.com slash soup. That's uh, P-O-D-S-U-R-V-E-Y. They make me spell it out. Dot com slash soup. Sorry, just soup. So please go there, uh, podsurvey.com slash soup, and answer some questions. And then you get a little peek into our demographics. Turns out we're 95% male. <laughs> I wonder why. Wow. All right, now going back to Shenmue 3, which is all we're going to talk about for the next hour. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not true. Uh, let's talk about how many cats there may be. Because there was one before How now there may be three there's gonna three. be yeah what? you can pet the little cat and give it milk well, i'm the only one who played the game what the hell are you talking about yeah, yeah, I, I, you lost me there is that a stretch goal go back and make sense. <laughs> i guess Poor it might cat. be i actually <laughs> haven't looked at the kickstarter page yet is anybody oh it's hit like two million already oh, yeah was it at now it's, it's way over two million yeah. i'm pretty sure yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but it uh I, last time i checked games don't cost two million dollars to make no, you they cost much more. You couldn't even no. license an engine for that, yeah. man. Yeah. Maybe in Japan. Maybe it converts to like a yeah, lot more yen. money. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of yens. <laughs> I don't know. So it's, uh, yeah. I mean, we can probably assume that they're getting funding from somewhere else, right? And since Sony? Yeah, right. Since they were presented during Sony, it kind of stands to reason yeah. that Sony might have been the ones to do, give the money. Do you think that was the sort of conversation they had where they said, they were like, we want to make Shenmue 3, and they're like, no one wants Shenmue 3. And they're like, all right, we'll, we'll go to your press conference, and we'll see who, like, We'll give you the best opportunity in the world. Like, you're going to have millions of eyeballs on this. We'll do the Kickstarter. If it works, then we'll fund it. Do you think they're going like, to match it, double it, something like that? Didn't that happen with the, the Castlevania one? When they yes. said, like, we only need this much, and I have backers that will give us 90% of it. We just need to know there's an audience. That sounds kind of dangerous. Like, what if it gets, I don't know, 20 million? Like, what if it's a Star Citizen breakout? It's not going to be, yeah. first of all, because it's Shenmue. But theoretically... <laughs> Uh, isn't that kind of dangerous ah. to sign yourself up to like a to like a price raising match? Yeah, what if they get twenty million? You're like, well, shit. Now we can't make Last Guardian. They took all the money. Uh, hey, Lucy, let me yeah. ask you because I know I know yeah. the way the rest of these guys feel about Shenmue. Were you excited about Shenmue? Like, be honest. Were you really really excited about it when you saw it? I've never played it, so I was like, yeah. Me all right, that's. I good. was like, you can appreciate it from the, like the everyone's wanted it for so long. Sure. So you can appreciate it from that point of view, but for me personally, I was like. West Kingdom Hearts 3, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Good question, oh, actually. Yeah. Which is I, mean, I, I want my grandparents back. Doesn't mean Sony's going to give them to me. I, oh, come on. You might wait for Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. That, the whole Sony press conference was basically, what do you want? 
What do you, what do you, we what? read Reddit too. Yeah, we'll give you whatever the hell you want. Like, you want Disney's Frozen Head? Here you go. Like, it was everything. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the, the, like the Final Fantasy VII announcement, right? Yeah. Like, it's, I don't think anyone actually saw that coming. It's, it, I think it's a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. It's a good thing because I guess it means they're listening. But yeah. it's also a bad thing because it, they're, they're like, well, you're telling us you want us to just repackage old things and put it out again. You'll pay for it again. And sometimes you'll pay before you even get it and then pay again when it comes. Or we're down with that business model, you know. It does seem like uh, they're, they're figuring out ways to make games cost more than $60, which I'm fine with. Games have been 60 for a long time. And, e and they even drop about half of that in the first three months. So, yeah. you know, you've got Fallout with its collector's edition. A lot of people are going to buy that. It's probably going to be the standard version of the game. And then you got Kickstarter where you buy it early and then you buy it again when it comes out. And then you get $15,000 because there's a stretch goal to add some more cats. So I, I That's kind of the difference there, though, right? Like, Fallout, they showed it. They showed a bunch of stuff we didn't expect. They even released a free game. And they said, oh, by the way, it's coming out this year. Boom. Shenmue, they're like, here's an idea. And everyone's like, holy shit! We added a little line after the other line from Shenmue 2. <laughs> well, I can tell you who's going to decide that battle between Shenmue and Fallout. What? Oh. It's going to be... There's nothing in there. Yeah. Nope. I need no, those receipts. No, no, no. We're good. Fallout's I have to gonna... expense that, please. Wait, wait, hold on a minute. Oh, I've got fuzzy hair. Is that Lawrence's ID? Um, yeah. Fallout's going to sell a lot more than Shenmue. I think yeah. I can oh, predict yeah. that oh, right yeah. now. Yeah. Of course. Well, yeah. But... Uh, oh, no? No? no okay, no. all right. Well, it depends you... on how many times Mike Huber buys it. What if, what, if, what if Bethesda had come out and be like, guys, we really want to do Fallout 4, but we need your money to do it. And they started Kickstarter for that. How I mean, isn't that always true about every video game? Capitalism spool. Yeah. yeah, right? We saying, need you to buy it, so stopping, we'll make it. Start with Shenmue. Like, what's stopping all these companies from coming out to E3 in the future or whatever and being like, hey, we want your help to do these games. Yeah. We yeah. heard you really want it, right? The answer so, is nothing. Uh, you're starting to see big established properties be kickstarted. Yeah. And but they don't really though, need to be. What happens if it comes out and it's shit? Yeah. Um, then it'll be Shenmue 3. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's going to be hell to pay. Yeah. That probably, I mean, something like that probably will happen. And some people, yeah. after waiting a decade, will insist that it's not no matter what. Yeah. And since there's more cats, it's totally fine. I'm going to keep coming back to that. I don't well, care. I'm sure as soon as, like, the first gameplay or, like, even screenshots come out, people will be like, that's not what I expected. I, You guys, I wanted this. Yeah. And that whole debate's going to happen like it does with every other game. Adam was doing some pro oh, gameplay right there. <laughs> Adam, this isn't um, GTA. I don't know. I, I mean, I think that's actually... I'm curious to see who does it again, because the novelty will probably wear off in a year. If they come back and they're like, who wants Panzer Dragoon? Everyone's like, not this shit again. Like, yeah. But I think it's, it's called it's Crimson actually, Dragon now. I like it because in one way it's put your money where your mouth is sort of thing. So it's like, if you really want this game, give it money now. Yeah. Okay, sure. It's an idea right now, but if you believe it enough, give us your money now rather than like, I don't know, what's another franchise that they could come out with? Where, like, Mega Man Universe, anybody? Games. Psychonauts. This is happening. It's, it's one thing, too, though, to do it on the biggest stage at the biggest gaming event, like, of the year, you know, to announce Kickstarter. I, I'm curious if they, if they had just said, oh, Shenmue 3 Kickstarter, and it just went out, but Sony didn't acknowledge it, where it would be right now. Yeah. You know? Good point. I don't know. That's, so that touches on another topic. Um, the big, the big like nostalgia bombs are all for games that are at least a decade old. And it's interesting that I don't know if this is a signal of a demographic change with gaming that it's old enough now that you can basically have something wrap around on itself. So you got the Final Fantasy VII remake. Everybody's going crazy for it. Last Guardian has been vaporware for a decade. And then yeah, Shenmue Three, which is a cult classic by some definition. Um, but I, I really have to wonder if 
if people that have picked up gaming in the last 10 years or people that were born in the last 15 years give give a fuck about any of that. Well, it's, just, it's kind of the same thing with, like, Transformers and G.I. Joe. Any of those yeah. movies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, those sorts of movies that have that nostalgia. Yeah. And then when they make the movie and release the movie... Everyone's like, what the fuck is this? Like, what, this <laughs> You is, didn't do it like I imagined. This was it. not at all what G.I. Joe was when I was eight. You and, know, like, and Doom, for that matter. That's, yeah, it's a good yeah. point. Doom 3 came out in 05, I think? Yeah. That was a long time ago. Oh. And then Doom 2 was like, I don't even know. That was like the Stone Ages. A more 19. apt comparison would yeah. be uh, Jurassic World. The fact that it's old enough to be nostalgic, and it was the biggest opening yeah. of yeah. all yeah, time. Exactly. Well, but, but Jurassic Park itself... You know, was revered by everybody. Yeah. GI Joe true. wasn't. And neither oh. Shenmue. Transformers oh. wasn't. Shenmue wasn't revered yeah. by everyone. No. Oh. You know? The thing is, like, when it comes out in terms of gameplay, especially like in terms of Final Fantasy VII, are you gonna keep the same yeah. turn-based stuff that people got on with back then, or are you gonna I... change it to like a 15 model that yeah. modern gamers expect now, like people right. who were born in I... the late 90s? Like, they can't do it right. Because what you yeah. imagine to be the perfect remake of Final Fantasy yeah. VII and what I think is are two completely yeah. different things. And it's in the hands of a bunch of guys who are going, what do you want? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it's, uh, so it is, it is Tetsuya Nomura who directed Seven. So it's the same guy. Yeah, but he's slowly gone insane in the last 10 years. Yeah, there's that. He's adding um, numbers. He started like getting insane with Seven. Characters yeah. from stuff. The hair's bigger. <laughs> so what I, what I find, what I find yeah. fascinating about like Uprises is that when you, when you saw like, I guess it's pixelated at this point, but PS1 graphics still left quite a bit to the imagination. Yeah. So you would see these like blurry pre-rendered backgrounds, you'd see Cloud's little box hands and stuff, and you would kind of fill in the gaps with your own mind. But then I remember when Advent Children came out, and it was like a, a more robust version of that world. It's like, it didn't look like that. Yeah. That's not what it looked like. So I, I really wonder if, if maybe a quarter of that world was my own imagination, how is he gonna reach into my brain, pop it open, take that, and then put it like, kind of like you were saying? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's the thing. When they first showed Final Fantasy VII on the PS3 demo, was it 2007, 2006, or whatever? And they showed them, like, this is just a tech demo. Yeah. Chill out. Put it back in your pants. And everyone's like, it's coming, it's coming. It's like, it, didn't, it never happened. Give it to me. When they showed it last night, I went kind of like, okay. I've played Final Fantasy VII more than, I think, any other game in my life. And I was the guy going, huh, well, okay. I think the fact that you've played it so much might be why you reacted that way. Am I going to have to play this game again just to get to... <laughs> like pre-rendered cutscenes that are now new and updated? Like, is that the only change? I, I was saying, I almost wish that they they made a new game that's like Streets of Rage. It's like a completely different game, like a beat-em-up, that you can beat the whole story in like four hours. The dating sim. You know, and it's just so, it's like, you want to return to this world? You want to re redo that experience again in a really quick way? Try it like Well, this. they already did that. There was like Crisis Core. There That's were a number not of Final Fantasy VII. It's called Final Fantasy VII, colon, Crisis it's Core. It's different. Oh. Play a Zack. Nobody you play Zack during seven. Zack, who Cloud thought he was but wasn't. Oh it's got the greatest gosh. story oh ever. Oh my god! Oh, that's no, not the half of it, Bruce. I, no, I don't want to hear it. Well, well, like Lucy said, though. I mean, like if they can modernize the game, then I'd be into it. You yeah. know, like I mean, I don't want to go back and play this game at 15 years old, because a lot of those games don't stand up to the test of time. They just do yeah. not. And like Adam's always said, like Goldeneye was my favorite game when I, you know, like yeah. everybody loved a Nintendo 64. Now you go back and play it. It's it's Awful. so hard to like play. Five frames a second, it's terrible. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard. You have back to stop then, to aim. Right, but back then it was like a masterpiece. That was the best thing we had. Yeah. Yeah, once you get offered something half as good or, you know, twice as good, and you're like, I can't go back to that now that Halo's the standard or, you know, I, was the standard. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. As, as somebody who never played Final Fantasy VII when it originally came out and was got got into Final Fantasy and stuff after Seven, like with Ten, Ten was my favorite Final Fantasy. Huh. 
Um, I always looked at seven because everyone's like, seven, everyone's like seven, so you should play, play it. I'm like, I'm afraid to play it because of the graphics and everything. Like it felt like it was too old by the time I had the chance to play it. And so I was like, seeing yesterday, seeing the trailer and stuff, I was like, I kind of want to play that now. I want to like now that's updated, it'll give me that chance. That to, like, wasn't a video game spool. I it could be. That was a CGI trailer. That, so and that's the problem. That's that. what I'm worried I about. Yeah. Play this trailer. To so, Fool's point, I I I feel that way about Ratchet and Clank. Because I never got to play the Ratchet and Clank games, but now the new one's coming out, and it yeah. not only is it not really a sequel, it's kind of like, let's go back and do it again. Right. I'm like, ooh, maybe now this is my chance to jump on board. I think that's I think that's a really interesting thing, because I was musing about whether or not the demographics have shifted, but maybe it's just there's a new generation now that never played Final Fantasy VII, never yeah. played Ratchet and Clank, and I thought, um, a big, like kind of similar to Ratchet and Clank, a game that I think, or it looks like it's being successfully modernized is Doom. Uh, yeah. It is spiritually the same thing, even if it has like weird fatalities now, like ammo and health pop out of demons when you kill them. But it's still shotguns and metal and gritty, stupid. It's basically a 14-year-old sketchbook brought to life with a Nine Inch Nails album Woo! like ground up and sprinkled over it. And that's <laughs> where are you awesome. going with this? <laughs> uh, oh, I'm just saying. So, so if somebody wasn't born when Doom came out, ah. you can give them the new Doom and say, "This is it." Like spiritually, this is the same thing. Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. That's a great way to to because. You can't give a four. Maybe you could give a fourteen-year-old Doom now, the old yeah. Doom, and they might still have fun with it. I think they would, but maybe some people would balk at the graphics. But you can give them the new thing and say this is a way for you to get into it. It would be an interesting experiment to like take a kid now and like start him off with games in the '90s and like slowly like, introduce him like as we yeah. were introduced to it. I, I read a story about someone who did that, where they're like they're only letting their kid play like in order. That's terrible. And I was kind of like, I can't tell if you're the best parent in the world or the worst. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's something that, like, you go to college and you realize that's not normal, and then you're telling your friends that, and they're just like, I don't know. Yeah, and then you kind of like, you're, you'd be that kid who always has snot on your upper lip. Yeah. If your parents are <laughs> those kinds of parents, <laughs> and then you you always rub it like this. <laughs> so yeah, Sony One E Three. That was cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I was gonna say like, oh. all the fan service aside. I was excited to see The Last Guardian because it looked like a cool game. Yeah. Like, it wasn't because I was like, oh, Last Guardian. Like, I didn't care. It was again. a hell of an opening. But, yeah. But, but the game looked really neat. So I was excited yeah. to play the game. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't you know, Shenmue was literally nothing. Are you going to cry nothing. when the yeah, creature dies at the end? Absolutely. Okay. I'm gonna cry he's going to grow his dog. wings out all big and full, and he's going to be a big grown man. That's true. And then, uh, <laughs> and then when Final Fantasy VII, again, I could care less. Uh, Uncharted looked cool. Sure. Uh, Horizons. That's Horizon. like my Horizon most, that's cool. like my that's most hyped game right now. Like I want more of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Guerrilla Games really, honestly, like they come out strong at every press conference. Yeah, they do. I think more credit should be given to those guys because every time they show Killzone, I'm always like, man, it looks cool. Yeah. So I hope I hope Horizon's great. James and I had a conversation about that in the bathroom, uh, <laughs> where we have most of our do. conversations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were we were musing about how Guerrilla Games somehow always makes awesome stuff, but it. At least I thought they were maybe a little shortchanged with because they were tasked with making PlayStation's Halo, yep. and they had to do that for about ten years, yeah. and they did a really good job. And even with Shadowfall, like nobody seemed to care, even though it was really good. And so finally, I guess they talked to the right person, shook the right hand, wow. and they get to make their own thing, and it looks fucking great. Yeah, it looks awesome. But well, so, Sony are great at that. They're like they're really good at giving studios a lot of freedom. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could say that some studios, like Japan Studio, maybe take that freedom a little too far by yeah. you know waiting for about seven years before they show anything. But they're good at like, as long as you've got the core stuff down. Like it seems that studios have a lot of freedom to do like, passion projects. Like I think that's how The Last of Us happened, didn't it? Like. That was the Uncharted studio, and then they had another idea, and then became a two-game studio. 
So finally, they've given the freedom to Gorilla. Or even like that Dreams game yesterday. That oh was, yeah, that was weird. Was is like, that a what game? Is the game? I don't yeah. know. If it's a game. That's a game that again was was fan service. I, I could see because everybody's like, oh, Media Molecule. I love that. And then when they showed it, everyone's like, what? Uh, it's Sony's Project Spark. It's an art kind of. That's what that's the way it felt to me. Yeah. But I didn't want to say it because I was gonna get like you know you chastised. Can't say, you can't say bad things about Media Molecule. The Project yeah, no. Spark come out. Yeah, I think the game's been out for uh, seven years, right? Oh, eight years. It was like a soft launch. Yeah, it's like, okay. The game came out with the 360. Uh, yeah. I thought No Man's Sky kind of uh, gave me, it, it got me a bit more excited. Yeah. It yeah. showed what it was. Oh, and, um, well, I could finally grasp the, and I know it's wrong to think about it this way, but I finally grasped the game part of it, yes. which is scan yeah. fish, upload fish, get credits, <laughs> buy a Dream thing for your real and No Man's Sky. Yeah, go Ber find more fish. Bernie said it earlier, he's like, uh, I just want to play the game. And, that, yeah. and when I saw him zoom out and go like, I'm going to go to this planet, I was yeah. like, that's exactly what yeah. I want to do, and yeah. I want to do it right now. See you in 30 months. Well, done. Well, their yeah. demos are always so, like, this leave you, like, I want to mess with that. I like, they leave you so like, like, like they show you, like, a little bit, like, almost go all the way, yeah, like, just, almost enough to, like, hook you, but still, bit. like. Yeah, just a little tease. Come yeah. on. With a pinky, no less. Just a tickle. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't know. I mean, it was, it was a cool moment where he's like, let me zoom out and show you all these stars, which... You're like, okay, that's not all there. They're just it's, dots. It's, yeah. it's a bit of trickery. So it's like, you pick a planet and it randomly generates it as you go there, that sort of thing. And it's like, because all the plants and the water and everything kind of looks like the very first time we saw that game. So I'm like, okay, I, I get what it's doing. Well, I understand I, it a bit more. I would like to know when it's coming out, I guess. Yeah. That, that's the yeah. spoiled child. And well, I, I haven't, I would like to know when it's coming out. I'd also like to know how much it's going to cost. Are they intending this to be like a full retail $60 game? I think I don't so, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. You're going to buy a Blu-ray. Okay. You're going to put that in your machine. But you're if it's... Download it. You're going to play so it. So it's, it's not procedural. I don't know what the term that they use for it is, but it's not going to be a big game, like media-wise, right? Like it's just... Know. It's math. Yeah. I, my, my fear is what people do is they project onto what they want, and I've done a little bit of that. I'm like... I'm gonna go to a planet and I'm gonna colonize it and like I'm gonna marry a woman and I'm gonna start a family and the guy was like I've never said you could do yeah. any of that I'm, no, no, I'm no, gonna no. do it. We got we got, got penis aliens yeah. and that's it. You can marry the fish if you want, I guess. Well, I've heard the elevator pitch, which is basically you are an astronaut, you're going to different planets, you're scanning different stuff. Your goal is to get to the center of the universe. You've seen that logo, that thing. Well, that was exactly the goal with Spore, too. Yeah. And I think oh. there's a lot of similarities. I there. got the same feeling too with soon. Spore when, yeah. I, when I first exactly. saw it at E3. I was so excited about it because I was like. Oh, you can travel to every planet and see every penis monster ever. Woo! And, and then I, when I when you started playing Spore, you were like, "There's no penis monsters what at all." I, I, what am I doing? Where are all the dicks? Yeah, what I, happened? I gotta make the penis monsters. And you do. Yeah. Imagine I mean, if No Man's Sky though, because they were quite light on Morpheus. They said like, "Oh, yeah, oh and this were. is gonna be the esports e for Morpheus." Bye. But yeah. imagine if No Man's Sky was a launch title, like you could kind of see that working. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But then they were just so light on actual details about either of them. It was just sort of, uh, okay. I'm okay with that, I guess. I mean, I, 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 I would that. rather them not waste time, like, hamming it out and saying yeah. grandiose things that don't matter. Oh, specifically with Morpheus, I appreciated the fact that they're like, boom, Valkyrie, boom, shoot guys with robots. All right, peace out. Back to more games that actually exist right now or in some form. Instead yeah. of just talking about Morpheus is going to yeah. be a transformative That, that was experience. a disappointment, honestly, to me. Because they came out with it last year, like, we're doing VR, you can do it on a console. I haven't seen Microsoft say that they can do VR on a console. Well, well, but that's my fear that you cannot do VR on a console. Yeah. Because they were like, by the way, we're still working on it. Don't worry about it. It's it's a thing. It's and they're like, totally gonna work. Yeah. Well, they had Valkyrie, and that game looked really intense. 
Like even during the Oculus showcase, it was it was running well, but it got aged up at times, and they that probably had the best PC money can buy uh, running it. So it makes me wonder how it's going to fare on a PS4. Yeah. Well, at least Microsoft showed Hololens, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, the Minecraft cool. stuff. Yeah. Is impressive. I'm trying know. to think of other applications for it. What for Hololens? Yeah. What do you everything. want? Yeah. Wasn't that yeah. Thing? What do you want? Everything. everything. Well, you it's can like, do it. Uh, how do you get to this place? How do I get to the store? I and then Hololens shows you the GPS on I guess in front of you on the road. Mike, yeah, it's all AR. It seems I don't like think a cool like mini map kind of like it's something for you to observe things, but you don't, I don't know really how you like interact that much with it. Well, let me like, tell you, school, like you're lacking imagination. That's your problem. No, I have a lot of imagination. Well, I think yeah. I think Adam, it was Adam. We were we were talking about uh, Hololens, and you could like basically you could design your whole house yeah. virtually, right? Yeah. So you could, oh. as long as you're wearing like the Hololens. Iron Man? You walk into your house, you're like, put up art. Well, you can't actually live in it, Spool. You, you actually have to still buy it. You're actually stuff. homeless, and you're very poor. <laughs> this food tastes good. Box uh -huh. the wall. <laughs> you're wearing a HoloLens. It's like the Lost Boys when they're eating the food, you know? Like oh, the, yeah, yeah. The big food Why didn't the mouth. Lost Boys die? They should have, like, starved. Yeah. Because it's Imagination a food does not have real nutrients. <laughs> it's just like goo or something like that. It's just calories, pure like calories. Keeper Sutherland? No, Keeper Sutherland, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I have a feeling the tech is not going to be as liberating as we imagine. No. Because for, for Minecraft, it was anchored to the table. And presumably, the table had some kind of marker on it to cue the, like the, the drawing of it. It's kind of like the AR cards with the 3DS. You put them down and like, oh, there's a thing. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. How does the um? Because he he like grabbed at the air and was like he moved it. So there must be some kind of infrared. Mm -hmm. Maybe they thing. just wedged the connect in there and. And Oculus are doing that as well. They bought Leap they Motion. Got, yeah, they just put it on yeah, the which is the camera. Yeah. Like, then well, Oculus has the little weird controllers now too. The double like handed half circle yeah. moon thing. I just put them on your wrists. Those things are awesome. No, you hold you hold them in your hand. Yeah, they got the little, like has the little analog. You hold them like this? Well, that's what they look <laughs> like. You're, you have triggers, and you're, like, Hands moving out. them Man. around. And but it, the thing is, like, there were so many announcements. Like, I don't understand. So Microsoft's pairing with Valve VR? Like, I was that, confused. That was they just said that, and then they moved on. Yeah. I, thought he, I thought he, like, misspoke, and he was meant to <laughs> say, we're pairing with Valve. Oh. I mean, Oculus. I think they would have corrected that immediately if well, that yeah. were the case. Because well, right afterwards, he said, as we announced, Just peeled out on his Tesla on stage. So... No, no, I don't think the Valve thing was... It was just confusing. Like, what does that mean? Like, Windows will work with Steam? Like... They didn't Windows say. Ten. They're probably still work, working that out. The they just had a very firm handshake, and he was like, good, I will I will mention this to my friends. <laughs> By the way, we're partnering with Valve. Um, Game Newell falls out of his chair. Well, back, back to the AR thing, though, like, the idea of the table just there, like, I was saying, like, if you could watch a Dota match or some sort of, like, eSports, like, yeah. you can smite something that has a... Spectator view. That'd be cool. No longer are you like, I mean, that, that kind of, esports are different because it is an interactive medium. The fact that you could interact with the game would be so cool. Like the fact that you could just like watch it on a table, move around, zoom in, like, that would be interesting. I like that. It's like what they try to do when um, companion apps, when they try to make that uh, a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. remember, was it Battlefield? They oh, tried yeah. to have a thing. That was exactly what I thought Assassin's of. Assassin's Creed. Like, a, but if you imagine it actually worked well, the in HoloLens. The commander map in Battlefield, the way that worked was you started up like with an overhead view, and then you could zoom in on a soldier, yeah. and then you could play as a soldier. And that's the way I felt HoloLens was trying to go. But like Lawrence said, the execution of it, Microsoft always sort of lacks, like they did with the Kinect. Yeah. So, you can uh, scan your stuff and put it in. I'm, I'm worried about it. Well, it's it. like they put it out there for the devs, but then the devs are like, uh, yeah. thank you? Yeah, you oh, took like, sports. I don't know. Now what are we going to do? Yeah. That's the one thing that ever works with motion ever, and you took it. 
Now we got to make something else. The best way to look at it is this is all stuff that's maybe 10 years early. This is like what on live was when it first came out. You're like, that's cool. Everyone has dial up. Like, it, it's oh. not going to work for the masses yet. RIP. Oh, online? RIP. Well, it was Sony yeah. Bottom or something. Uh, yeah. But either way, like. Well, I got a dynamite segue for you. All right, here we go. No, we got, we got another sponsor reason. Oh, okay. That'd right. be horrible. Let me tell you something that might have saved on live. Fantastic accounting software from QuickBooks. <laughs> no, he's right. <laughs> That's actually not a joke. Uh, QuickBooks <laughs> is sponsoring Dude Soup. Thank you for that. So here we go. If you work for yourself, save up to 50% on an entire year of QuickBooks self-employed. Uh, it helps you separate your business and personal expenses so you can quickly track what you spend for work and what you spend on yourself. Uh, QuickBooks Self-Employed also takes the guesswork out of your estimated year-end taxes and quarterly taxes. So come tax time, you know how much money to set aside for Uncle Sam and how much stays in your pocket. Uh, find out what QuickBooks Self-Employed can do for you and receive 50% off at tryselfemployed.com slash soup. Because we at Dude Soup celebrate fiscal responsibility. <laughs> totally. I like money. So thank you, QuickBooks, for your sponsorship. Uh, let's talk about video games again. Should I give oh, money yeah. to Shenmue? Let's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, back to Shenmue. Back to Shenmue. The accountant yes. is just, yeah. no. <laughs> um, one of the things that I thought was interesting about this year's E3 is uh, diversity. Uh, some more jaded people, maybe some more jaded critics, tend to say that games are, it's all like man gun explosion boot fest. Uh, and it certainly started that way, which I thought was pretty cool. Bethesda basically kicked off E3 with Doom. And I was like, yeah. I was rolling around on the floor. It was great. Um, but, you know, like Sony oh, debuted, in my head, was, head had a time to gun counter, and it took a while. Because Last yeah. Guardian was, uh, Horizon had a bow and arrow, but you were fighting robot dinosaurs, so that's a little There's new. an EMP bow and arrow. Yeah, right. Electric arrows, and then, um, yarn. I remember what came after that. There was a gun I mean, in that one. There were, oh, what? No, yarn. Oh, yeah, yarny. Oh, yarny. Yarny, oh, yarny or whatever. Oh, Unravel. I just wanted to give him a big hug. You'd kill him. Like, you can't right. hug him too tight, do you, want me to, do you want me to spoil the end of... Yarn. Yeah, yeah, we, we already we nailed the ending yeah, already. Yeah. So, so the whole time he walks across the screen, he's still leaving his trail behind. You're going to get to the end of the game, and he's going to have to unravel himself to reach the goal. And so slowly you're going to have to unravel himself. But then what he's going to reach, the very last thing he's going to reach, is the beginning. Of his thing. yarn. He's traveled the whole And then he yarn. dies. And then he dies. And that's and his, the end of the his game. His eyes roll off. Wow. And they just and the camera zooms in but and it goes. I, I was thinking though his guts should fall out of him. Yeah, oh. he, yeah, yeah, the yarn is and holding he should, human he should scream. He, should scream. he doesn't say anything the whole game, game but then <laughs> beautiful like, game. Really, really. I thought you were gonna give like knitted guts. And he's silent. Oh no, no, they're real. They're wet and they're nasty. You've taken something beautiful and you've ruined it. Well, you know. Yarny's the hero There's gonna be a Yarny too though. It's just a gravestone that says Yarny on it. Just zooms in slowly and then zooms out and back in. <laughs> I won. And then back out. Uh, can we talk about Battle Kirby? Yes! What? There's a knitted Kirby standing in the rain. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Put a flower on. <laughs> ah, now they have knitted Yoshi. I was going to say, knitted every Wooly World. Wooly World. But, yeah, it's, it's um, I mean, even how jaded do you have to be to be disappointed with the lineup of stuff we've seen? I guess you could make a point that they're all sequels, kind of like you were saying earlier. Uh, yeah. All, all the excitement is around uh, vaporware and games that are were kind of obviously coming, like Gears 4, Mass 4, like things with 4s on them. But they're all pretty unique. I mean, AAA is what it always has been, but I think we've, we're seeing some pretty cool diverse titles. Out. Like yeah. Dreams? What the hell is that? Yeah. That's cool. I mean, oh, like, it's, it's not a game that anybody will play ever, but it's it, neat. I, it should have been called Nightmares. God damn it, yeah. I, I'm honestly... Spool, ladies and gentlemen, joke master. 
Um, I'm honestly disappointed in the lack of cringe. Like, uh, EA okay. tried really hard. Oh my god, Pele? Well, Pele. Pele! Oh my Pele. god. And the zombie, the super He's zombie. a legend. He wasn't stupid, he was a hero. I was a little worried, like, with Bethesda and uh, Microsoft. was like, they're they're giving us what we want. This kind of sucks. Like, I, I want, like, a man in a suit to come out. Oh, there he is. Like, great. Perfect. Like, this is a joke. Tell me about stats. And then, like, let's bring out Pele and interview him on stage. This is what people want to see. I'm like, thank you. Thank you Angela for Angela Bassett. He goes, oh, oh, Angela Bassett. And, and, well, no, thank you, Ubisoft and EA, for making it weird. Um, I love that stuff. So uh, I got a little worried there for a second, but we got a little bit of comedy gold. So Just so yeah. everybody knows, Angela Bassett was on my E3 bingo card. Oh, oh so wow. I did get that one. I got that Good one. Good job. Um, but then EA freaking saved it with Battlefront, so I don't well, know. Well, yeah, that was... That was, was um, and actually, even the Ubisoft's credit, uh, the Ghost Recon thing we saw was... That was cool. Yeah. Wildlands? Is that what it's called? Wildlands. Wildlands. Yeah, yeah Wildlands. Yeah. The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, right? Nope. No, oh, no, that wasn't no, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wildfire? Was it Wildfire? Nope. I don't know. Cool I can get it from here. Firewatch? Um, yeah, something like that. Oh, Firewatch looks cool, too. Oh, yeah. That one looks awesome. Yeah. That's... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stand, stand subject. Come on. Don't, don't jump around too much. I want to talk about Battlefront. And then, like, oh, 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 yeah, let's talk about Battlefront. He, did you notice how he created his own segue into <laughs> oh. Battlefront? No, no, no. I'm all right with that. He's like lots of great games. Let's talk like about Star Wars. Battlefront. Actually, I got to interrupt because I, I, I got a segue again. Uh-oh. We're actually oh. running a little short on time, and we got one more ad to get through. So okay. Okay. let's all batten down for this. So how much how much time do we have? Uh, about four minutes at this point. What? Four minutes to yeah. talk about Battlefront? Oh, no, no, you have like two because I got to read this. <laughs> uh, all right, so this episode of DoTube is brought to you by Loot Crate. Um, if you're not familiar with Loot Crate, it's a subscription service that uh, throws a lot of nerd stuff into a box and ships it right to you. Um, and it's kind of like Christmas every month, uh, just with uh, different colored Mega Man helmets and T-shirts that probably don't yep. that probably fit. Like uh, that one picture of me in the Loot Crate shirt was the best thing on the internet. So go, <laughs> go and find that. Um, but you know, every month has a different theme. Uh, next next month's theme is I know it's in here and it's a great word. It's like cyber hacking. So oh, cyber hack. So <laughs> Lawrence, you love that. I know. Uh, basically, so the crate is a, like we were saying, subscription service. Uh, it's twenty dollars a month, but uh, you have until the nineteenth at nine p.m. Pacific to subscribe to receive this month's crate. After that, it's cut off and on to the next month. So, uh, go to lootcrate.com/dudesoup and enter code dudesoup to save three dollars on your subscription. Uh, one more time, that's lootcrate.com/dudesoup and use code dudesoup to save three dollars. Thank you for subscription, Loot Crate. Now you can talk about Battlefront. Battlefront, go. Yeah. So. <laughs> Battlefront looks like the greatest game I've ever seen. It's a game made and for No, Bruce. no, no. I'm going to temper myself. To uh, be fair. It looks like a, a kind of a surface about how, how in-depth Phil was and how much you had to do with all these vehicles and like how you, you know run across a map and it took forever and all this other stuff. Battlefront looks like uh, a little more of an easier game to get into. Yeah, yeah for sure. Which I appreciate. Yeah. I, but think... I sit and watch like, my partner try and play Battlefield, and I'm like, I have no idea what you're doing. Like, if it was Call of Duty, you can just jump straight in and it's fine you know exactly what you're doing shoot that guy but then in battlefield like it looks great the destruction's great i'm sure it's great to play but it's not welcoming on newcomers whereas battlefront yeah looks just like right easy just jump straight in if, if i were to ask you to take down an ad at you would know what to do that was yeah. the thing and like everything we were watching we're like it's a movie. We're like, you're yeah. playing the movie. Like It, it looks yeah. so pretty. Yeah, it, it looks so damn good. It, yeah. it, it looks more fluid, too. Because yeah. some of my big problems, I love the Battlefield franchise, but some of my problems are, I, as I've said before, it's like you hop on a motorcycle, but it's like a guy's like, nee, nee. like, it's not realistic at all. <laughs> like, they've never seen a motorcycle or a car in their life. <laughs> but this is like, somehow they managed to get these weird space vehicles yeah. to move exactly like I, they do in the movie. Yeah. I guess and the only, that's awesome. I guess the only thing we have to worry about is their servers, because with... 
what, Battlefront 4? Battlefield, oh, Battlefield 4. 4 Battlefield right. 4, when that that's first That's right, came, with their like, launch, yeah. Their launch was really messy, so that's one thing we, I think but, that we really have to worry about Battlefront. But how was Hardline? Was Hardline okay? Hardline launched well. Yeah, Hardline yeah. launched well, but I don't. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if Hardline sold. I mean, it sold all, all right. Sell I think it's okay. it all right, guys. All right, I think we're out of time. Oh. Oh. You guys talked really fast. We said a lot about Battlefront, but I think that's it for this episode of Dude Soup.